Hey guys, this is Carrie Myers with Gospel Centered Purpose. Everything you need to know to live your life by design. Everyone wants to know that their lives matter and that they are making a difference in the world. This podcast was created to help you lead the life the Lord has assigned to you and called you to. A unique calling, a unique purpose just for you. Let's get started on today's episode. Hey guys, so today I just want to talk a little bit about the Holy Spirit. And I had heard one time that maybe it was about the Trinity actually, the triune God, the God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. If you try to explain this, you'll lose your mind. But if you don't get it, you'll lose your soul. And that has stuck with me because I just want to be careful that I know everything that there is to know about God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, and what that means, and what that means in my life, what that means about God, what that means about me. And so I, every time I come across it, I really want to see that in light of truth, And to be able to know it and understand it, to have knowledge about it and to have understanding about it and to believe it. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that. I'm going to start with a scripture and then we're going to kind of just break it apart. This is in John and it's John 4, 14. But whoever drinks the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall become in him a well of living water springing up to eternal life. Now, if we look at that, um, that water, the living water springing up to eternal life. Um, there's another scripture. I don't think I put it down here. Um, I cannot remember where it was. But that also talked about how there is... Oh, from him will, from his heart will flow. Um, yes, John seven thirty eight. I knew it would come to me. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. And so we want to talk about those two scriptures. What is the living water? What are we to believe? And if we have to really dig into scripture to find out what this is. Um, but if you look at what... Um, Let's see, where was that scripture? Actually, I'm going to tell you a couple more scriptures and then we're just going to talk about it. Um, and does it, this be more like, hey, let's have coffee. Let's sit and talk about these scriptures. But if we look, <clears throat> we know that if we drink of this water that we're going to never thirst um, and that we're be- going to become like this well of, of a living water springing up to eternal life. <clears throat> and then you see in John 10, 10, The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy, but he comes that we might have life and have it abundantly. So really where I want to land today and talk about is this word abundantly. What does that even mean? Um, And I think different scriptures or different uh, versions say it different ways, but we're going to talk about this word abundantly. And this is in the NASB. So it's the New um, American Standard. 
Bible. I guess that's what B stands for. Y'all, my brain. I have quarantine brain, so I'm so sorry. But I want to talk about abundantly. Here is what the word abundantly means. It's more. It's excessive. It's exceedingly going past the expectant limit. Do we go past the expected limit? Do we really feel are we living those kind of lives? Are you feeling like your life is abundant right now? And a lot of us uh, could probably say no because we're sitting here in quarantine and we're probably more along the lines of feeling like we are not abundant right now. But let me tell you, you are. And the reason that you're feeling that way of not feeling excessive and not feeling uh, more than or excessive is because we were created for more. We've talked about it before. If you go to Genesis 1, 28, this is right after God said that he's created man in his own image. And then he gives them the first commission, which I've named that. Somebody else might have named that too. But when I was studying the word, I was like, wait, there's another commission, not just the one in Matthew. There was one that was instituted from the very beginning. And what is that? If you go back in scripture, Genesis 1, 28, You see that he says to be fruitful and to multiply and to fill the earth and subdue it. That's what we were created to do. And Satan came in and messed the whole thing up. He succeeded in getting Adam and Eve to doubt God's goodness, but it didn't stop there. God gave a remedy and he instituted that remedy before um, the curse was even given. And the curse that was given was the work would be frustrated Um, Having birth, being fruitful, um, it's going to be frustrated. And so that was Satan's plan all along. But God had a remedy, and it's through his son, Jesus. And so that's where we get this water. Jesus lived here on this earth. He died. He, He suffered, and then he died, and then he was buried. And then he rose again. He conquered death, and he went and got for us what was taken. And that was prophesied from the very beginning. It's not so awesome that we have such a great, great God that would do that. But uh, I'm going to read this. I was having a quiet time the other day, and I just started jotting all this stuff down about these scriptures. And so I just want to share it with you here today. And this isn't going to be super long. Um, It's just going to be just a little nugget here for you to just kind of take and soak in. So forgive me for reading this, but I'm just going to do it. So the spoils taken from us from the very beginning have been restored to us. Everything we need to be fruitful, multiply, and to fill the earth and subdue it. So actually, I said I'm going to read that, but let's let's dig into that just a little bit more because um, we had talked about this before. What fruitful meant is to increase, um, to multiply is to make much of him to fill the earth is to glorify him and to subdue it to be good stewards of all that we have that is what we're supposed to do and God has given us gifts to do that and so I want to read one more scripture just to talk about these gifts that that we have been given and that's in Ephesians 4 7 and 8 so let me read that real quick but to each of us believers to So each of us believer to each of us believers was giving according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore, it says, when he ascended on high, he led captive a host of captives and gave gifts to men. So we see that there's a measure of Christ's gift. And then we see that he has given gifts to men. 
And so if you look those uh, words up in the Greek, here's what you find. The gift is, and I can't say it in the Greek, it's like dore, D-O-R-E-A, a free gift, a gift without payment. The gifts is the doma, it's D-O-M-A, a gift, a present. So let's just relate this to a conqueror distributing tokens of his triumph, which are the spoils that the enemy has taken, that he is giving those as gifts among his people. And I'd heard it said before that back in the day when um, a conqueror would, would conquer um, for his city, he would go back, f- fight in battle, get the spoils that were taken from his city, and then he would take the captives and he would bring them through his city, them chained up the captives behind the um, chariot. And then he has the spoils with him and he's just distributed them back to the people. And so if you kind of look at it, it that way, and then you think about what this verse means in Ephesians about that he ascended on high and he led, led captive, a host of captives and gave gifts to men. He conquered. He went he fought. He is victorious. The enemy cannot have um, reign over him and cannot have, um, cannot win. Jesus wins. He gets the spoils and he gives them back to us. So what was taken from us from the very beginning, um, our ability to be fruitful and to multiply and to fill the earth and subdue it was given back to us through our gifts, which are the presents, so the spoils. So we each have a gift, and we'll talk about that in a different podcast when we're talking about spiritual gifts. But for the sake of this podcast, I am going to read just the last of this. Um, And matter of fact, what I'm reading to you right now is off of a Bible study that I have put together. It's I'm calling it Discipleship Pathways. And if you go to my website at simplesavvylife.com, You will see all sorts of resources there for women to grow, for them to go and to give. So we're growing in our faith in the Lord. We're going to the places that he's called us to go and we're giving him away. So all that's there um, for you. And so I'm building out the resource part of it. And so today we're talking about grow and it's the Holy Spirit. So there is a Bible study uh, piece to this so you can go to the website and get that under discipleship there's a tab that will say grow so you just hit on the grow and you'll get the resource there matter of fact right now it's the only resource in there right now because like I said I'm building it out and uh, growing it so this is the first one there also the reason why I have done these little sheets is so that when you are discipling others so when you're handing the nugget back over to somebody else the truths that you have been given you can just print this off. Y'all can go through it together to coffee shop or just when you're walking, um, walking together at a park or whatever. Or now while we're in quarantine, you could both pull it up on the internet and just go through it together in a Zoom or on a phone call. So there's so many different ways to disciple. And matter of fact, that's going to be another podcast as well, but I want to give you resources to be able to do that. I just remember whenever I was in college eons ago, this is kind of how we did it. So I'm just going back to the basics. It was one or two sheets worth of scriptures and questions 
and just answering them. So it wasn't a lot that you had to just do right before. This is not an inductive study. This is just, hey, let's read some scriptures together. So you'll see the scriptures that are written out for you at the top. And then there's questions underneath. And then there will be a little reflection piece. And that's just me kind of just pulling it all together. And then you'll see the application, which is how can we like basically how can we apply this? But the question's always, question always is, what difference does it make? So, yeah, we know all these truths, but what difference does it make? What does God want you to do with it? So here, let me read the reflection part to you, and we'll end with that. Okay, so I'm going to reread what I just read. The spoils taken from us from the very beginning have been restored to us. Everything we need to be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, and subdue it. Satan succeeded in his plot to give Adam and Eve to doubt God's goodness and plan for their lives, but God had a remedy to restore what was corrupted before the curse for sin was even given a seed, Jesus, God's own son, who would accomplish the work God had prepared for him to do, which is restoring hearts and restoring lives. The remedy is Jesus. This is what we must believe. Because um, here in the, when you're, when I'm talking about what we must believe, it goes back to reading John seven, thirty-eight, which is what we talked about. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. So what are we to believe? We must believe by Jesus' sinless life, he became the perfect sacrifice for our wayward hearts towards God. And through life, his life, death, burial, and resurrection, we are given a gift. He has given us the Holy Spirit to guide us. He is the living water, the fountain that wells up within us to do the work that he prepared in advance for us to do. He has conquered Satan. He has redeemed for us our purpose, our ability to flourish, make much of him, fill the earth with his glory, and to be good stewards of all he has given us. Guys, that just every time I look at that, I'm like, yes, we have been given back what was taken, what was ours. And and an abundance exceedingly more than we could ever imagine, think or imagine. And so I want you guys to know that. And I want you to live like that, to live the abundant life. Now, do I always do that? No, I don't always feel that way. But we know that faith is not by feeling, but it's by believing in him. And when we go back and we go back through these things to say, yes, I believe you came from a virgin that it was the Holy Spirit that had this miraculous birth. How else could that happen from a virgin? But it had to not, it could not be from a seed of a man or it would be tainted. He would be tainted with sin. It was through the Holy Spirit. So we have to believe that. We have to believe his life here on earth and that he died and he was crucified for our sins. And believe that he arose on the third day. That, um, and that the part that is the most important is believing that he went, fought the battle, and got the gifts for us and has given them to us. And now where is he? He's seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. And that's where he's going to judge. What is he going to judge? We'll talk about that more as we go through the podcast of what he's to judge. But for this, let us know and believe that he is who he says he is. He is Lord. And let us live the life that he has called for us to live. So I hope that has been encouraging. Go get the resources off the website. Um, 
yes, you can get them there off the, there's a pot, a blog that is written that is also around this whole, um, these scriptures and these ideas. And then there is a study that goes along with it too. So there's lots of resources out there for you. This is my heart in building this is that, um, it would build people, build people and that people would come to knowledge of him and would be able to know how to get in the word and to know who he is and to know what he's called them to. So I hope this has been encouraging. So continue to go back to the website. There will be more resources there for you to live the life that God has called you to. Thanks guys. Have a great day. Hope you guys are um, enjoying some family time as you're quarantined and being productive in that way of just really valuing this time, thinking through what he wants um, you to do when we're able to get out of this place. <laughs> That's what I told my husband the other day and he laughed at me because he said it sounded like we were in jail. I kind of feel that way, but anyway, have a great day. Thank you guys. Um, we'll be on here again soon. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Gospel-Centered Purpose, Living Your Life by Design. If this has been encouraging to you, would you just share this with a friend or even give a review? I want to hear how this is encouraging you. Also, you can go to my website at simplesavvylife.com and get resources there. All of it is there for you. Don't forget the free download. So go now, go to simplesavvylife.com and I'll see you on the next podcast.